Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone and welcome to Dice to Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet where we ask the hard questions like, what's the worst thing you can do with a cantrip? Kill someone, probably. It's pretty bad, but I don't think it's the worst you can do. You can cast permanency on a, on a cantrip. <laughs> well, I don't think many cantrips have lasting... I mean, I mean, you, you could turn someone purple and then use permanency, but you're using a... That's using a spell, you know? I'm talking like doing a cantrip on its own. For me, just to, just to give you give you guys a thing, I think prestidigitation is the most flexible because it's any minor magic trick. You could make a thermonuclear bomb with prestidigitation. Could you really? Yeah, because uh, prestidigitation lets you warm something up. It doesn't say how much. Oh my god. <laughs> you just uh, pick up the right ingredients and you just hold it in your hands and you slowly, slowly slowly and if any of you ever tried to do this in one of my games i tell you that's not how the fucking cantrip works fuck you yeah. fucking yeah so you can't do it like that and you yeah fuck you are being an idiot gouging claw is also a thing i feel <clears throat> there are some very morally corrupt things one could do with a big fucked up hand that's all i'm going to say <laughs> well you could kill you you are just you just want to kill that's all you care about yeah, yeah. You could just do some really good gaslighting with cantrips, honestly. Like ghost sounds. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I think I got one. Okay, mm-hmm. what is it? Entropic wheel. Okay, mm-hmm. what's entropic you, wheel do? You stockpile thermal energy in a magical wheel-like construct that lets you burn opponents with cold or freeze, uh, with cold or freeze their bodies with heat. Jesus. Huh. That Ow. could be some real torture shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could torture oh. a person with that. Yeah. You guys are you guys. Here's are the thing, death is the... easy. <laughs> My mouth is hanging agape. <laughs> <sighs> you I was hoping you'd be like, haha, make prestidigitation to make someone poop their pants and then clean it up. <laughs> no, no, and no, no, KK no, was no, like, no, I'm no, going no. to torture someone. <laughs> Fucking I'm You going said to make the put- worst and you said that killing someone wasn't the worst thing you could do. What the fuck did you expect other than torture? Like- <laughs> what did you think the answer would be? I don't know. I'm sorry, I- is pooping your pants worse than fucking dying? <laughs> It depends on who you ask, honestly. Uh, I take dying over that, frankly. Okay. Ooh, telekinetic rend. You can also do some morally dubious things with te- telekinetic rend. Uh, yes, in the same I know. As and claw. That's why. Snap that cock in half. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, please. 
<laughs> Whatever you fucking do, do not snap that cock in half. <laughs> I'm gonna have a gentle mutilation tag on this episode. You are! What's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Would we like to play some Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah, yeah, now not looking at cantrips. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, the Radiant Winds faced off against a team of their greatest rivals, the Steps of the Sun, led by Liang Shen. It was a long and arduous battle, but ultimately, the Radiant Winds won. Soon afterwards, uh, they were invited to take part in a little celebration with some of the other teams, uh, drinking and partying through the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Masami and Shuji did shots. Sanku drank some vodka. And a mysterious onlooker roused the party's suspicions. They quickly realized that they were being shadowed, and when they tried to lure this person into a trap, they vanished without a trace. The Radiant Winds are now on edge, but they have bigger things to worry about than a stranger staring at them, because today is day four of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Are we ready to get started? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. The morning sun rises over the Ruby Village. You awaken, um, perhaps a little bit um, groggy after last night. Uh, thankfully, magic exists and will help you overcome any hangovers coming your way. <laughs> Sanku, we see you looking at the window, eating some breakfast with Lolo, kind of uh, sitting with some scrolls around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Masami, you're outside meditating under the cherry blossom tree, kind of gaining your center for the day figuring out what spells you're going to use. And, uh, Chuji, you're doing some calisthenics, uh, on the front, uh, you know, the front porch. Mm -hmm. And as all of you kind of look around, you can see that other teams are getting ready. Some teams in particular look a little nervous. Today is day four of the tournament and the first day of the loser's bracket, which means that teams that have already won their first match will be able to try again and uh, win a spot in uh, round three of the knockout. Of course, the losers of the losers bracket are eliminated, no longer in the running to win the tournament. So <laughs> you can see that a few teams uh, are particularly like nervous looking. Not nervous like, oh man, we're screwed. More like, okay, this is it, we got it. Uh, you can see the uh, biting roses are training together, uh, all like, you know, standing on one leg and balancing themselves. Uh, you see Tino's toughest uh, are, you know, doing some exercises with Tino, uh, shouting, saying, come on, push yourselves harder. How are you three doing this fine day? Uh, you've got more exhibition matches today, but really it's mostly just going to be watching teams that were eliminated in round one. It looks like the teams that will be fine today are Tino's toughest, Speakers to the Wind, Biting Roses, and Winter's Roar. I think Senku's excited to see them fight. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's multiple of his friends. That's, I think most, I think all of them are teams that he's friends with. So <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, they're gonna have another chance. He's a little nervous yeah. for them, because, I mean, somebody has to get eliminated, but... Mm -hmm. Masami, how are you? Uh, They're doing okay. They're still a little on edge about the their little follower from yesterday but i think right now they're just trying to focus on their spells and what's to come in the next few hours mm -hmm. and chuji how are you doing uh chuji is 
excited. Um, obviously to see who is going to win these this round of matches. Uh, personally, Chuji is hoping Yagata uh, um, wins her fight. Uh, but also, Chuji is um, Chuji has something to do before the day starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chuji has a very shoddily written note that they need to, um, deliver to someone. It's kind of shit-looking. Yeah? Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that Chuji, uh, while doing their, like, calisthenics that morning, um, they, they peek over. They can see, like, other people's, like, um, dwellings from where they are. Absolutely, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 so, um. Of course, they check their neighbors, see if anyone is in um, the yard or about. Uh, well, in the houses nearest you, you can see the arms of balance. Um, they are sharing some bread and eating it uh, out in the garden. Wonderful. Um, you can see the light keepers are hiding like in the shadows of their porch, looking edgy. Um, and. You see steps of the sun kind of like walking down the path towards the mess hall, uh, the place where everyone gets their food from. Oh, shit. And uh, they're kind of like, they walk past you. Uh, Shen catches your eye for a moment as he walks, continues making his way. He's he's working through some feelings right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for what it's worth, uh, Junxio smiles and waves at uh, Masami and Sanku. And also you, Chuji, obviously, if you're out. Yeah, of course, of course. Chuji waves back. Um... Hey, once they're gone, um, they're, they're like walking down the path. As soon as they're like down the path, um, I think Chuji's gonna sneak over to their place of residence. Uh huh. And they're gonna leave that note on the porch. Okay. Are you gonna tell me what the note says? Yeah. Um, the note says, uh, in honestly kind of poor handwriting. Um, but like you could tell that like they tried at least. Um, it, it says, uh, hey, jerk, make sure you win the loser's bracket. I want to fight again. Okay. And you put that down and you hope for the best. Uh, (laughs) thankfully they don't come rushing back. So I don't, I think as you're doing this, you do catch the eyes of, um, I think Bumat from, uh, Arms of Balance Mm -hmm. who like looks at you and he doesn't approach, but he nods at you like, hey, whatever you're doing, cool. <laughs> you don't know if he knows that you're doing or not, but he, he sees you doing it, you know? Uh-huh. So she scrambles back over to their own uh, dwellings. Okay. Well, Sanku and Masami, Chuji left and now is back. Um, your daily preparations are almost over, so uh, yeah, what do you guys do? I, I leave you to it. What are you doing? Nothing. So you were doing something. I definitely wasn't doing anything. Um, are you guys excited for today? Yeah, I am. Do we know what the exhibition match is today? Do we? Nope. They're always revealed last second. Well, uh... no, that's not true. The great the great Drake race was adva- revealed in advance. Yeah. Like, Born Tiger wasn't, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depends. not yet, I don't think. I think the only mm. exhibition matches that are discussed prior are the ones that involves all teams. That's, That's fair. fair. If you guys are done, do you want to head down? 
Uh, yeah, hold on. Um, and I think he starts gathering the scrolls and closes his books and puts them away. I'm ready. Cool. Uh, Lolo hops onto your shoulder, Sanku, and says, Very well, everyone. Are we prepared to, to do our best and wow the crowds yet again and win some extraordinary treasure? Yeah. I would fucking love some extraordinary treasure. It would be nice. Add to our collection. We're going to have lots of treasure by the end of this. <laughs> so, would you guys uh, like to slowly make your way down to the arena and prepare for what comes next? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Day four of the tournament begins. You guys take your seats. You eat a little bit, chat with uh, some some people. Uh, I think at some point, Kasuhida comes up to you and uh, congratulates you on fighting so well so far. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually uh, you all sit down and prepare. And as has become so familiar to you all over the last few days, uh, eventually the kind of chatting is broken up as an echoing voice calls out. And it's your girl, Tagada Emmy, um, flying out over the crowds on her little Nimbus that she rides on. Uh, she calls out and says... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second half of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. Are you all ready to get serious? Yeah. 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 Uh, the crowds cheer alongside with you, um, and she continues and says, So, today, we're going to enter the loser's bracket. Here's what you all need to know. Up until this point in the tournament, everything has been double elimination. Meaning that if you lose a match, you get to enter the loser's bracket. But now, the loser's bracket is full. The teams in it are... And she uh, pulls out a list. The Biting Roses. Steps of the Sun. Tino's Toughest. Winter's Roar. Speakers to the Wind. And the Arms of Balance. Uh, and she continues kind of uh, swirling over. And each of these teams appears on the uh, screens. And, you know, some of them are very excited. Like, you know, when the arms of balance pop up, they're all grinning and just waving their hands around. Uh, when Steps of the Sun comes on, uh, Shen just looks away. He, he doesn't like the attention. <laughs> she continues and says, The teams that lost in round one will face off against each other today. Once the winners of today's matches go forward, they're going to have to beat the people who are knocked out in round two. Finally, the winners of the loser's uh, bracket will each enter into a knockout match in round three of the winner's bracket against our current two champions. Uh, and she kind of uh, waves his hand. The Radiant wins! Uh, and it flashes to you guys. Do you guys do anything for the uh, for the screens as your images are projected on these giant glass shards? Tuji flexes. Seiku does a, a little, the, the finger heart. <laughs> Asami winks at the crowd. <laughs> People cheer for you. You've become quite popular. Like I said, there's been a lot of stuff in the newspapers about you all so far. And uh, you have kind of got this mystique going of being the only uh, team now to be completely unbeatable so far. <laughs> but you're not the only reigning champions at the moment. And the Light Keepers! And Sutak Noir, Diki Sonam, Azkanakti Exiled and Hui Ying all appear on the glass shards, and they all just kind of, like, smirk and smile. I think uh, Diki Sunam waves, but it's more of, a, like, a slow taunting wave. 
and uh, the crowds cheer for them too. They've kind of picked up this mystique as uh, charming scoundrels and lovable rogues, you know? Boo. For now. So, so six, six enter, enter two, two leave, leave, and those and two will two face off our champions, champions and the and winners, winners of round, round three of the knockout, knockout tournament will go into the finals. finals. You understand that, everyone? This is going to be a serious gauntlet, which determines the future of the tournament as a whole. Can we get a cheer for today's fighters? Yeah! Everyone cheers. And she uh, turns and says, And now, Lady Hao Jin, will you call out today's matchups? And Hao Jin uh, stands. And she conjures up that ball and spins and spins and spins and says... Our first, Our first fight, fight today, today will be Speakers to the Wind versus The Biting Roses. And uh, the speakers uh, get up, kind of like uh, cheering a little bit as uh, Teacher Ayawari just kind of sits there and smiles at them. Uh, versus then uh, The Biting Roses. I think the three of them all kind of do a group pose together. You know, maybe they practice this in advance. I love them. And, and on the, on other, the other side, side we have Tino's Toughest versus Winter's Roar. Again, both teams pose. Siegfried uh, doesn't really join in uh, as her team kind of jump up and whoop and wallop versus Tino's Toughest, who uh, all get up, except I think Malako, who's just like, I think nearly embarrassed as the others are like cheering. The Ruby Phoenix sits down and uh, Tagata Emi gets up and calls out and says, these matches will be happening later in the day, but don't worry. We have a load of exhibition matches to get all the teams worked up and ready for their fights. Here are today's exhibition matches! And uh, she calls out a few. Uh, there's one where there's going to be fighting around a volcano, apparently. Uh, one which will be featuring lots of extra planar threats, uh, fighting them as they're fighting each other. But the, te- the one that you guys are called in. Now... We have an extra special match, which will take place between the Radiant Winds and Winter's Roar. Uh, and she calls out and says, You will all be taking place in the Challenge of Falling Stars. And uh, just like all the other times, uh, the arena has kind of like uh, shifted to show what it's going to be like for your exhibition match. It shifts. And holy shit. A great red tower made of ruby gemstone arises from the center of the uh, arena. And around the sides of this giant tower is a fucking Super Smash Bros. stage. (laughs) I'm not kidding. There's platforms, there's stairs, there's spikes, and it wraps around. What I'm telling you is that it looks like this is going to be a vertical battle map. Oh my god. That's pretty sick. Will the Radiant Winds be able to keep up their winning streak? Or will Winter's Roar prove their might as tough combatants able to stand their ground no matter what? And the Ruby Tower vanishes. And uh, you see a few se- seats ahead of you. Uh, Winter's Roar turn around and they're grinning. You know, Trough Frost Knuckles punches the air. Bjorn Ramel kind of like uh, shoots you guys a finger gun, you know? I think Siku's excited. Chichi's excited too, yeah. They they like this idea a lot. Misami's plotting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think they have something up their sleeve. I am scared. I should. Uh, the rest of the uh, teams are assigned exhibition matches for the day. 
Do you guys want to? Are you guys going to wait and uh, see? Wait for your match? Or are you going to see anything else to do? Or what's up? Seiko wants to watch the matches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Time passes. You watch some incredible fights. Um, you see the arms of balance uh, dueling against uh, steps. No. Uh, dueling against Tino's toughest atop uh, a tightrope, which uh, unfortunately for Tino's toughest is much more the arms of balance's terrain. You see a match where the speakers of the wind fight off against a giant uh, dragon. No. A, a giant elemental creature uh, as they're all empowered by flight. And finally, it comes to you guys' turn. Mm-hmm. By now, you're all in costume. And you stand across the arena from the uh, Winter's Roar. They're not allowed to use their dragons in this fight for obvious reasons. Uh, if you leave the tower, you are disqualified. I think um, Sigrid stands up in front of you all. And uh, she folds her good arm in front of her chest and says, Well, it looks like this time we will be fighting against one another, won't we? Mm-hmm. After seeing your might in the Icefang area, I must say it will be an honor to trade blows with you. I'm excited to see you, to see you fight too. Uh, I think Kel kind of like, um, kind of chuckles and says, We're going to be careful of the Undyne. You saw how he was able to down that vodka yesterday. <laughs> and I think... Uh, Trough and uh, Bjornbo kind of laugh before uh, Trough punches your shoulder, Shuji, and says, You won't be going easy on us, I hope, huh? Oh, fuck no, I'm gonna enjoy beating you guys. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, my friend! He <laughs> slaps your shoulder. Slaps him back. Uh, he is bristly. Do. Um, literally, he's got very bristly fur. Do. <laughs> okay. And uh, Bjorn nods and says, One way or another, let the best team win, yes? Sure. Yeah. Are you guys ready to, uh, to take part in the challenge of the falling stars? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I am. All of you stand back, and the Ruby Phoenix stands, and Haojin conjures up this massive tower which rises from the center of the arena. It is uh, hexagonal, it is made of pure ruby crystal, and stages kind of emerge from beneath your feet, pushing you up into the air. And everyone, are you all ready to take part of one hell of a weird fight? Mm-hmm. Yes. As you are pulled up into the air, separated from each other, and standing on this weird arena, which, like I said, there's a lot of platforms. Uh, there's a lot of uh, ladders going up and down platforms, but you can also jump from one to the other. There's spike pits. There's ladders. There's trap doors. There's swinging ropes. This is literally a smash stage. Literally. We'll kind of explain how this fight works as we go. But uh, suffice to say, this is a 100-foot-tall cylinder made of ruby, so it is fireproof. It's situated on an equally wide pedestal in the center of the main arena, and it is ench- uh, the pedestal is enchanted to slowly but perpetually turn, causing the tower to rotate so that spectators can get a view of the entire structure and the opponents fighting on it. There's, uh, like I said, there's ladders. There's uh, a moving lift, actually. Mm-hmm. Passageways, rope swings, spike traps, trap doors, etc., etc. And now standing kind of like on the other side of the tower are your friends, Winter's Roar. And with a rumble, Sigrid Beale holters Vihander up in the air and says, For the glory of the Linorms! And her mage hand kind of apparates and creates a prosthetic arm made of pure force magic. She clutches her sword in the air, the others roar, and everyone, I want you all to roll initiative. Dice will roll will return after these messages. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We now return to Dice Will Roll. 39. 35. 25 of the nat one. Uh-oh. Shi Chuji, you are first in the order. So where you are standing right now, um, you are on a uh, platform. Now, I know that you're looking at them and being like, wow, they're really far away. But I want you to remember that this is a cylinder. This battle map loops around. (gasps) You're right! (laughs) Even though they're on the other side of the map, you can walk off the map and appear on the other side. Like a Super Smash, well, not all Super Smash Bros. maps, but I think there's like one or two like that, right? I don't know. No, there's not. I, I, no, there is. It's like the fucking Donkey Kong map. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's the only one. <laughs> yeah, you guys know that Donkey Kong map? It's like that. Think Donkey Kong viewers at home. <laughs> Shuji, you are on a platform. To your left is a slope down, and you could theoretically spend a long time running, jumping, running, jumping, climbing up to them. Or you could turn the other way and leap uh, onto a platform nearby and get up to them pretty quickly by cycling around the other side of the tank. Yeah. Hey, I have a fucked up and evil idea. Uh-huh. Could I blazing streak the other way of the cylinder, this way over here, over here, and uh, hit Bjorn and then hop up to Sigrid? Okay. So you could certainly try. You need to make a couple of legs rolls to jump from the platform. That's fine by me. Okay. Basically, for every space that you have to jump over, it's a five-foot space, and you would need to uh, make an athletics roll that is equal to the space you want to jump to. Okay. So if there's, like, five spaces, you'd need to roll a 50 to jump that far. Okay. So, Chuji, three actions. Are you going to use it to blazing streak? Yes. Okay. Chuji's first going for Bjorn. Okay. So, Chuji, you uh, turn to your right and start dashing. Embers coming off you as you enter Stoke Flame Stance with the, uh, with the idea of jumping towards Bjorn and kicking their ass. You're going to need to make me a leg check as you jump to a platform which is about 10 feet away from you. Okay. As a 40. Easy stuff. You're actually... You're, you declare it in no time. Uh, so, I think I'm not even going to make you roll to jump over the next platform. 
as you jump from one and charge through, uh, the way that Bjorn and Sigrid are, Sigrid is on a platform above you now, and Bjorn is on a platform below you. Would it be less of a roll to go for Sigrid first and then drop down onto Bjorn? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, then I'm going to go for Sigrid first. I changed my mind. I will say that there is a little lift yeah. uh, near Sigrid. Um, there is a platform which is going up and down and up and down. I'm going to roll to see if the if the uh, lift is in your favor. <laughs> okay. It is! Woo! Okay, Chuji, as you're running, the lift just kind of slowly lo- lowers down to where you are. And then as you run, it starts moving back up. Uh, so you don't have to roll a jump to get up to her. You just appear next to her. And she turns around with that glowing arm made of pure magic, holding his Vihander. <gasps> oh, shit! And Chuji gets a nat 20 on their hit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Chuji, you have an impacting room. I do. So you knock people 10 feet back on the crest. I didn't hey, even Chuji. plan that. Hey, Chuji. Yeah. She's right next to some spikes. I know. So, Chuji, you... Dip down, run, 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 jump, roll into an elevator, run up, and you catch Sigrid completely by surprise, punching her in the face and knocking her flying into some spikes. That's, how much damage is that going to be? That's 86 damage just from the hit. I don't know how much those spikes are going to do to her. Oh my god. 86 damage to her. She is set on fire. <laughs> she's on and fire. You deck her into some spikes. Uh, so she's going to take 4d8 piercing damage as she falls into this. 12. Okay, so she took a total of 98 damage that turn from you, Chuji. And that was just one hit, baby. Yep. uh, The elevator is going back down. (laughs) I think you're, like, hopping up and down on the spot as it goes back down. Honestly, I think they they drop down, hold, like, the ledge that they're at right now, and literally drop onto Bjorn. I don't think they go onto the thing. Okay, you don't even wait for the elevator to go back down. You, like, slide out of the way and fall directly on top of Bjorn. No, they drop Koala, that bitch. Yeah, okay. Bjorn looks up and goes, ha! And, like, tries to bat you with a staff, but let's see if you can hit them. That is a 37. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You can hit Bjorn. Beat the fuck out of him. Here we go, that's 28 damage. Okay. And now, Chuji, you're using Blazing Streak, right? Yes. Uh, with your last few act, like, your last part of your turn, you could run up the trough, who is on a platform a little bit below and to the side of Bjorn. Am I able to? Yeah, absolutely. I would uh, in fact, there is that. a rope you could grab and swing over to him. <laughs> yeah, they Tarzan. Uh, would you like to make me add a acro- ac- acrobatics roll? Ooh, 33. Easy stuff, yeah. Juju, you grab onto that rope, you swing towards him, you kind of do a spin dash in the air, and then you land beside Trough and try to deck him. We'll see if this one hits. It's minus 10. Ooh, as a crit miss. And Juju, as you're rushing towards Trough, Trough turns towards you, watches you come, Ducks out of the way of your punch, and then launches a counterpunch right into your fucking face. Ow! That's a 44 to hit. Yep. Chuji, you take 25 damage as you run right into his punch. Okay. And uh, the the bugbear grunts says, Huh, nice try, but no one ever catches Truff Frost Knuckles off guard. He says, kind of skipping back a few steps, ready to brawl against you. Ooh, my mistake. Uh, next in the order is gonna be Sigrid. Sigrid is in the middle of a spike trap and (laughs) she is on fire and she is not doing great that's okay because Sigrid is gonna use some mega stuff uh, which is to say she's gonna spend two actions casting Dimension Door 
to be right fucking behind you, Chuji. Oh, shit. A door opens behind you, Chuji, and then she appears and she is behind you and she roars and it's like almost bestial as she swings her Zweihander down on you, Chuji. And that is going to be 28 to hit. As a Griffil. Well, you're a Clafwood. Oh, that's true. Fuck. That's not a Griffil. It's just a regular Phil. She swings into the floor next to you, and I think, Chuji, you scamper out of the way. You've got behind you a uh, trough rust knuckles, and before you, uh, now, Sigrid. I think as this is happening, uh, Tagata Emmy calls out and says, Off to, off an, to explosive an explosive start! start as she, Chuji, races, races around the Ruby Tower, tower but has found themselves in hot water immediately as Sigrid, Beal, and trough rust knuckles gang up on them! Uh, the crowd is cheering for you all. I, you, because you got a nat twenty, Chuji, you are, uh, they, you have rallied the crowd. But you are also now being flanked and bullied by two heavy fucking hitters. <laughs> and that's going to be Sigrid's turn. She's no longer in a spike trap, and she is cornering you. Oh, by the way, she took one fire damage, but she's no longer on fire. You see this mm. icy magic kind of wafting off her as she uses her spell strike stuff. She's, she's good. She's not hurt by this fire. <laughs> Uh, Sanku, it is your turn. You are on a slanting platform. Uh, beneath you, there is a lift uh, that is kind of going up and down to another lower platform. Uh, across from you, there's a uh, another platform that kind of has a ladder up it. And from that platform, you'd be able to see Chuji being attacked by Trough and Secret. Okay. Uh, Sanku's going to move to the right 25 feet mm-hmm. so that he's at the edge. Okay. You're standing on the edge of a platform overlooking from where you are. The map wraps around and you can see Bjorn and you can see Sigrid uh, and Trough bullying Chuji. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use a Scattered Fire uh, over Bjorn and then Sigrid is also close enough. Okay, so Sanku, you make your way up the slanty platform that you're standing on and stand atop it and point your staff and fireworks erupt out towards uh, Bjorn and Sigrid. Um, and they're both going to need to make reflex saving throws. Uh, Bjorn gets a 39, which is a success. And Sigrid gets a 39 as well. Another success. So they're both going to take half damage from this. That's a lot of numbers. That's uh, 54 divided by 2. That's 27. Okay. Uh, so both Bjorn and uh, Sigrid are going to take this damage as fire erupts into them from behind. And I think uh, Bjorn looks over at you. Uh, and I think grins when they see you approaching. And uh, they swing that staff around. Sigrid, meanwhile, sends you a glance over her shoulder before turning back to Chuji. Uh, and Lolo's on your shoulder, Sanku, is like, Sanku, well done! You're getting a real hang of this tower thing! We just started, <laughs> Lolo. I know. You're a born natural. <laughs> it's gonna be Bjorn's turn. Bjorn turns back to you, Sanku, and says, I've always admired your water magic, Sanku. But remember... Ice freezes water! And uh, they point, and they're gonna cast Cone of Cold on you. Okay. So, uh, you are going to need to make me a reflex save. Okay. 39. A lot of 39s today. A lot of 39s, yeah. Uh, So, thank you. That is gonna be half of 38 damage to you. That is gonna be... No. Nine. I have cold resistance. How much cold resistance do you have? Five. I have okay. five cold resistance. So not 19, 14 damage to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so you know. As this ice kind of blasts into you, Bjorn's furrows their brow and looks at you and says, I hit you spot on. Why aren't you hurt? 
I don't tell all my secrets. Bjorn kind of grunts. They wait for the lift to get over, and then they stand on it. Uh, they're getting away from Chuji. Um, that lift slowly brings them back up to be where uh, Sigrid was a few minutes ago, as uh, it just back up to the top. They're now out of line of sight with you, Senku. Unfortunately, as they get to the top, they look and directly across from them as the map wraps around is Masami. Masami waves with malicious intent. And they go, oh no. Uh-oh. Uh, it's Kel's turn. Uh, Kel Pashar uh, is going to skid down that ladder. Um, they're standing on a platform at the very top of the tower, but there's a long, long ladder right beneath them. They grab onto the ladder and uh, just kind of hold onto the sides as they swing down to the very bottom. And once they're down there, they stand atop a platform, which is, wouldn't you know it, overlooking you, Chuji. Hmm. And Kel says, By the power of Goza, I call lightning! And uh, they're going to blast you with a lightning bolt. <laughs> and uh, electricity flies out of their trident, and that is going to be a 44 to hit you, Chuji. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, so that's going to be I'm being 29 smoked. lightning damage. I'm being fucking smote. Help. Yeah, you are currently being bullied by three quarters of Winter's Roar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kel uh, grins, and with their last action, enters Iron Maiden stance. Hmm. Uh, they hold up their shield and uh, kind of hide behind it, and they kind of grin as they get Ray to do something. You don't know what. It's Truff's turn. Chuji the Fun <laughs> never stops. Oh. <laughs> They kind of, like, lunge forward, and they are grinning as they do. Mm-hmm. And you can see as they're running uh, directly at you now, uh, they kind of hold their fingers out, almost like they're spikes, you know? Yeah. And they have entered Icicle Stance as a reaction as their turn starts. Huh. And while in Icicle Stance, they've got a new monk attack that's just going to do a lot of damage and hurt you a little bit. Okay. <laughs> they're going to make a chattering blow against you. Okay. So, using their Icicle Gouge attack, that's a 41 to hit, Chuji. Yeah, hits. Uh, and that is going to be 34 piercing and ice damage. As Ouch. he slams his fingers into you like they're icicles. And as he's grabbing you uh, with this cold, cold grip, Shattering Blow, it's a follow-up attack. He's going to punch at you. And it's going to hit you in a pressure point made vulnerable by the cold. You are going to need to make me a fortitude save, Ritz. That's a success, 36. Okay, Chuji, you stave off the worst, but it's still really bad. As that blow hits you in your pressure point, you feel a wave of cold numbness shoot through you. And you are going to take a persistent cold damage huh. as you start freezing over a little bit. And then on top of that... Uh, you are going to have a minus five status penalty to your speed. All right. For context, this would have been much higher damage and a much worse penalty if you had failed. That's fair. Uh, okay. And Truff grins at you and says, Ha! You think fire is good, my friend? What happens when you meet something you can't melt? And uh, with their last action, they're just going to try to slam you with a grapple. And that is going to be a 34. No. Okay. That doesn't uh, hit. Uh, he tries to grab you, but Chuji, you're too limber, even with this cold pulsing through you. How are you doing, Chuji? Don't ever call Chuji that again. Um, Chuji is 
Honestly, I think they're enjoying the consequences of their impulsive actions. <laughs> yeah, Chuji ran directly into the enemy back lines, and the enemy back lines were like, oh, oh, a god? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Masami, it is your turn. Um, I think uh, you're a little caught off guard by how fast everything... No, that's not Masami. What am I talking about? No, what's going on is that they're adjusting to a new playing ground. They haven't fought vertically in a long fucking time, so this is taking a bit on their, uh... I think they're a little caught up in their head right now, but they snap out of it eventually. Uh, Masami, you take a moment, you kind of, like, look around. Uh, this is all a lot, so you spend one action, because of your not one initiative, looking around, trying to figure out what's going on, before you bring yourself to. You've got two actions. What do you do? You've also got the speed rune, so it's probably fine. There are a lot of things that they can do, is the thing. Um... Uh, right now, where you're standing, it's on a platform near the top. Um, you could get over to the others. Uh, Bjorn is maybe, like, uh, 50 feet away from you on the other side of the map, where it, like, loops around. So, it's up to you. What do you do on this, uh, Donkey Kong arena? I have a question. Uh-huh. The walls count as surfaces, right? Absolutely. Walls are surfaces. That I can throw things on spell-wise. Uh-huh. What are that you... That uh-huh. is fantastic. Uh-oh. Two-action gravity well. I need Bjorn to make a reflex save, please. Okay. Bjorn is gonna make that reflex save. Okay, Masami, that's gonna be a failure. That's a 32. What happens? Failure. So, the gravity well, hilariously, is going to be put um, right on the wall above a spike trap. Oh, for fuck's sake, the same one that Sigrid fell into. (laughs) (laughs) The same one that she fell into. And on a failure, the creature moves 15 feet towards the center. 15 feet towards the blinking center that I am blinking right now on this square right here. He falls into the trap. (laughs) And that is my turn. Bjorn goes, ah, through the air by this uh, gravity well. And they take 48 damage as they fall in. Yikes. That's 19 damage to Bjorn, and they're in a bad spot. Um, together, Emmy calls out and says, The spike the trap, trap is seeing a lot of use this fight, as Masami Takahara pushes Bjorn Ramel in the same way that Chuji previously pushed Sigrid in. And the crowds are cheering and roaring. Uh, shit's going on. Is that your turn, Masami? That was two actions, so yep, that's their turn. She Chuji. She, 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 Chuji, Chuji, Chuji. Hey, what's up? How now, brown cow? Sigrid Beal is at your ass. Trough Frost Knuckles is at your tits. And <laughs> Kelpashar is at your hair. I don't like that. Get yeah. them away from me. I don't like that imagery, Barry. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. This is the wrong scene for that. Uh, Chuji. Okay. It's gonna get into a different stance, because this one isn't doing it for them. What stance are you hopping into? It's time for fucking mountain stance, baby. Okay. You clamp your feet down on the ground. Uh, and you're ready to block off incoming attacks. Yeah, they need it. Um, they need that AC buff. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, you which, do. Which, let me check what that is again. Is it, is it plus four or plus two? It's plus four. Plus four. Okay, so they're at like 40 right now then. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chuji is going to take an action to um, Flurry of Blows, Trough. Okay. 
Uh, that's a hit and a critical hit. Well, yeah, that's a lot of damage, huh? Um, sure. You fucking wail on trough. Holy shit, how much damage is that? That's 27 plus 36. Um, 60-something. Uh, what direction are you knocking trough with your impacting room? Uh, probably just, like, away over here, as far as I can get him. Okay. Trough is sent back 10 feet, flying back from you, and that's going to be how much damage? 27 plus 36? That's going to be 61 damage. Yes. Cool. You knock Trough flying back, and make, he has to make a fortune save against uh, Stunning Fist, right? Yes. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, 45. He's absolutely... <laughs> he has... You get the feeling that Trough has probably stood in the way of avalanches before. As he skids back, he is unfazed, and he's getting ready to run at you again with those fucking icicle-like fingers. You know how some people do, like, training under waterfalls? Th- that man does that for avalanches. <laughs> that's training. <laughs> that is training for him. You know what? That is so canon. He has unironically definitely done that before. <laughs> he does it for fun. Uh, Chuji, that's one action where you've yeah. done. Where you've knocked Trough flying. Chuji's gonna turn around and uh, they're going to two action one inch punch Sigrid. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. It's minus 10, right? Mm hmm. Alright, I don't hit her. Uh, well, you know, it's very hard to hit something with a minus 10 against the leader of a team, you know? Yeah. Uh, you throw a punch at Sigrid, and you know what happens? Hmm. She catches that hand with her magic hand. And I think your punch drills through the magic a little bit. That's how hard your punch is. But she holds it and throws it away and says, Come on now, Master She. Surely you can do better than that. I saw what you could do. Show it to me again. <laughs> uh, is that your turn, Chuji? Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, Chuji, you take four cold damage from, oh, the, you're great, from the freeze. Yeah. But by now, that nerve uh, reaction you're feeling is going away. Okay. Sigrid uh, is going to drop to one knee and slash at your side. Okay. Sigrid swings at you once, twice, Chuji. But uh, the second time, I actually think your fast movements throws her off balance. And she's going to be flat-footed. Okay. Uh, with her last action, she kind of snarls. And uh, she kind of squints at you. Her eyes start to glow white. She's using a focus point to cast Ancestral Memories. And you see these ghostly figures slowly enveloping her. And she looks and points at this. Tell me what I must know about monks. And these kind of creatures whisper in her ear. And the spirits of her ancestors guide her. And she is now trained in monk lore. Huh. Which means she's going to be able to know exactly what the fuck you're up to, Chuji. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is her turn. She is... She overestimated your mountain stance, I think. That shit mm-hmm. is really tough and really hard for her to fuck with. Yeah. So she's going to play a little more careful next time. Okay. Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Uh, it is your turn. Um, right now, you can see uh, off in the distance um, atop your platform, you can see Sigrid is fighting against Chuji. Um... You may need to jump over there and uh, get to them if you want to keep up. Oh, he was going to. Senku is going to hop down. Okay. Uh, are you trying to jump uh, a particular speed, or are you just dropping and falling? Uh, well, I think he's trying to make it so that he's not so that he's on the other side of the map, like so okay. that I could actually. What I'm saying is, are you going to? Because there are two platforms you can get to. 
One is a 20-foot drop beneath you. The other one is a 20-foot jump away. He's trying to reach this, this okay. spot right so here. So you you'll have to drop 20 feet, which means you will take fall damage unless you cast Featherfall. He's going to jump down, and he casts Featherfall, so he lands... On a little, on on what is essentially a little a fake bubble jellyfish. And then he lands peacefully. So, Sanku, you are now standing uh, on the same level as Sigrid, Chuji, and uh, Trough. Uh, just, again, on the other side of the map where it wraps around. Listeners at home, imagine this map is like a huge fucking rolled up toilet roll. <laughs> That'll make sense, right? You guys, you guys got imaginations. Um, I think... Oh, hold up. That's a line. I'm casting Frigid Flurry. You. Okay. Uh, Sanku, from where you are, there's Sigrid, there's Chuji, and there's Trough. But with Frigid Flurry, you'll just hit Sigrid and Trough, huh? Yeah. Okay. Make me that roll. Or do they have to make the roll? I need reflex saves, please. Okay. Uh, for Sigrid, that is a success. Another and 39, by the way. Another 39. And uh, for Trough, that's... What the fuck? Okay, I'm almost uncomfortable. That's weird. That's another 39. <laughs> okay, so Sanku, both of them pass as this ice blasts out of your staff towards them all. And it cuts through them, uh, swirls away from Chuji, and then continues flying toward, uh, into Trough. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be half of tr- 61 damage. That's 30 damage to each of them. Or is it? Because Sanku... As you blast them with this cold, you see them both kind of straighten up a little bit and turn to look at you. And they both took 20 damage. And I think uh, Sigrid kind of is still focusing on Chuji, but Trough in the distance roars out and says, Ha! The cold? You think the cold can hurt us? We are masters of the cold! And you have discovered they have cold resistance. Okay. That being said, you did hit both of them, and they did pay, both take uh, nice amounts of damage. And you can see uh, Sigrid is starting to get really hurt by all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah. It's Bjorn's turn. Bjorn is in a spike trap and kind of yelping out. Uh, they're going to do what they've seen uh, everyone else do so far to get out of this spike trap, which is Sigrid. And uh, they close their eyes, and then they reappear on one of the platforms nearby. Uh, they teleport out of there and are now standing atop a, a platform which is connected to another platform with a ladder which is connected to another platform with a ladder which is connected to another platform with a ladder. They're on the third level of this multi-platform ladder thing. Uh, which is above Trough and above Kel and uh, kind of at a uh, a uh, 60 degree angle up from you Chuji, 30 feet up. So everyone just imagine there's a big triangle where mm. Bjorn is at the top corner, Chuji's at one corner, and Trough is at the other corner. And uh, Bjorn kind of grits their teeth and says, ah, those spikes are spiky! <sighs> and uh, kind of gritting their teeth. With their last action, they're just going to shoot a match missile at you, Chuji. Uh, one action, that's going to be Ow. four damage. Ow. It's all they had the, the, the turns for. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> But they're no longer the spikes, which is great. Uh, Chuji like gets hit by that, and they like turn their head. And they like squint at Bjorn. Bjorn shrugs at you and starts charging up another spell. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, you do that." You know who we're talking about? Pythagoras today, everyone. So you know that <laughs> cool triangle we talked about—that right yeah. angle triangle. Mm-hmm. Guess who's on the hypotenuse? It's my boy Kelpashar. Don't say math things. 
and Kel is going to jump down next to you, Chuji. And now you're going to witness the power of Iron Maiden stance. Mm. Okay. Because Iron Maiden stance, suddenly that shield is in your face, and you are being pushed back into Sigrid. Oh. You're being squashed between them, and there's a very spiky shield coming to get you. <laughs> Kel is actually going to shield charge you with a bump. Uh, that's a 36 to hit, Chuji. 36 does not hit. Okay. Uh, they are going to uh, hit you again. Uh, this time, they swing back with your with their trident. And uh, that's a 34 to hit. And uh, that is going to be their turn. But like I said, they're an Iron Maiden stance. And this is going to start really hurting you when Sigurd starts pressing you into it. Cool. It's Truff's turn. And I think uh, Truff sees that uh, Chuji is kind of... At this point, there's no way for Truff to be able to get to you safely, Chuji. Mm-hmm. Because, unfortunately, uh, Kel and Sigurd have you cornered. And it's a pretty narrow platform. So instead... Trough is going to spend his turn leaping up 10 feet, uh, which he can easily do in athletics, and he starts clambering up that ladder for his enti- uh, for another action, and he is now standing towards the top of the tower. Um, he looks around, and he sees you, Masami, and grins, and I think he's just going to spend an action jumping down and running towards you, hopping from, uh, from platform to platform, running down a slope, running down some steps, and... Sh- he is shouting towards you with his whole turn. And that's where Trough's going to be. Masami, it's your turn. You're being challenged by a bugbear. What do you do? They are be- currently being challenged by a bugbear. So what they're actually going to be doing is... Uh, they're actually... So this is something that I haven't used at all. Uh, an item that I have picked for Masami for flavor purposes, but haven't been able to use, at least until now. They're going to activate their slippers of spider climb. And you know yeah, what? Hard surfaces are on and right next oh to them right God. now. The entire oh tower is their oh oyster. They don't have to jump for shit. No oh offense, but this is actually quite terrifying because I'm imagining I'm imagining them just like spider crawling at like max speed towards like I don't know uh, the Orn. Quite scary. You know? <laughs> no. You know what it is? Masami's <laughs> fucking wall running. Yep. The ninja is wall running. Yes. I'm so mad. They are. Masami, <laughs> how many actions does it take to activate that? It Two? takes one. One? It takes one to activate it because it only lasts a minute. Okay. Okay. Well, Masami, you start sprinting. And as you start sprinting, you kind of like traverse from floor to wall and you are just running alongside the edges of the tower and I'm going to rally the crowd for that because that was sick as fuck <laughs> um, the crowd cheers and uh, together Emmy says what's this? could it be? Masami has found a way to overcome the main challenge of this tower they're running alongside the walls and uh, I think as this is happening not that you can see but uh, Nayan Fei and Hao Jin are watching and Nayan Fei says Hmm. It looks like I will make some money off this fight. And uh, Hao Jin kind of says, You didn't seriously bet, did you? He says, Oh, of course. I have my favorite fighters, after all. Masami, you got two actions left. You're running on the wall. 
Um, Truff's over there, and I think Truff skids to a stop as you start doing that. Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are going to... Oh, the amount of things that I can do now. Oh man, oh my god. Um, I think they are going to... Did we discuss his spell strike works with this extra strike from Hayes, from the, like the the speed buff or no? I will allow it because your mega have a infamously difficult action economies, so I will allow it. So long as you have an extra action otherwise, you know what I mean? Okay. Then that means that they are going to run. <laughs> wow, this is actually kind of terrifying and I love it. Um Misami is going to run on the wall just like above mm-hmm. Um, Trough, literally to his, uh, northeast, and hit him with the spell strike. Okay, and hit him. What's the spell strike? Uh, the spell strike is going to be Gouging Claw. Okay, you fucking slap him silly. Go for it. Damn, the rollback. Okay, that's a 35. Uh, well, actually, because you're being cheered for. Okay, 36. That's a hit. Okay. Roll damage. So, damage from the Chogito is 23. Okay, 23. And, and for, yeah. Gouging Claw damage is an extra 36. Woof. Okay. Yeah, you run up the trough and you fucking slash at him really hard. And he stumbles back a little bit. Like, How are you doing that? Ninja powers. You might want to read up. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Masami, that's your turn. Chuji, it's your turn. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll pickle, aren't I? Oh, um, I'm gonna get her the fuck away from me. Uh, I'm gonna switch into dragon stance, actually. Okay. Just for now. Um, and Chuji is going to flurry of blows, Sigrid. Okay. Uh oh. As a 46 and a 38. Well, the 46 is a crit. That's good. 38's a hit. Yeah, 38's a hit as well. That's great. That's 50 and 27. So that's uh, 77 damage. Yeah, and you knock Sigurd back 10 feet. Oh. She falls down the stairs, oh baby. Oh my fucking god. There's a... Wait, no, no, no. Oh my god, wait. Does she Judy, tumble? You knock her down a flight of stairs at the edge <laughs> of this platform. And what's at the edge of these stairs as she... Ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> got some fucking spikes. So she's going to fall down the stairs, which is going to be, I'll say, 1, 2, 3, 3 times 5, 15 fall damage as she hits these stairs, and then she hits the spikes at the last second. Is that another 46? That's 48. A 48. 26 piercing damage, meaning Chuji, that little stunt did uh, 103 plus 15. That was 118 damage to Sigrid. And she stumbles back. Chuji's like standing at the top of the stairs a little while away, but like Sigrid could still see them. And Chuji's like got their hands on their hips and they're like, <laughs> How's that for what I'm made of, huh? <laughs> she grits her teeth as she starts standing up. This, Very good, Chuji. Now keep it up. And her arm flares. And you can see she is injured, but she is not going to give up like that. Mm-hmm. You have two actions left. Uh, Kelpa Shower is breathing down your neck. You know, it'd be funny. I could literally just, like, walk down there and finish Sigurd myself. You could. Um, I could. You want to try? Uh, you have the actions to try. I do, but it, I think it'd feel a bit mean. I want to let her get up. Oh, no, you can um, go for it. No, it doesn't feel No, right. I'm giving you permission to go for it. 
Hmm. Trust me, come on! Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> come on! All I'm right. definitely not still in tryhard mode. You know what? No, because you're trying to get me to move away from Kel. <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily it. Yes, it fucking is. Okay, you. but at the same time, else. like anytime you say that I'm not, I, I'm not in tryhard mode, you motherfucker. <laughs> we know you can lie to us. Um, My advanced GMing technique found out. Okay. I'm a glutton for punishment. Let's do it. Two action, one inch punch, and I missed. Okay, well, Chuji. Actually, that is going to be a strike because of Rally the, uh, rally the Crowd. Oh, it is? Yeah, you missed by oh. one. And with Rally the Crowd, that is just Kel's AC. Well, I kill. I kill Kel. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 47 damage to Kel, which I think you punch. He, uh, they try to like block with their shield, but you punch you punch into the shield hard. And mm -hmm. uh, his eyes widen a bit before they grin. like, ha, not bad. But you heard Sigrid, keep it up. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck ever. Chuji, is that your turn? Yeah, they're sick of it. They're sick of being flanked. It's Sigrid's turn. <laughs> Sigrid doesn't get up to fight you. Okay. No, she doesn't need to. Okay. Not from this distance. She's gonna spell strike you. <laughs> now, uh, I know what you're thinking. How's she gonna do that? She's all the way down the stairs. And you're all the way up there. She does the thank you, you're standing atop the uh the Ooh. ledge just above this spike where she was hurt. So you see this happen. She throws her fucking Zweihander. Oh. She this fucking just... throws it like a she's like a javelin? Not like a javelin, like a boomerang. It spins as it's flying like through the Castlevania? air. It fucking squirrels through the air like a fucking cleaver. And uh, that is going to be a 40 to hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Okay. It swings into you. It catches into your body. And it's going to do uh, 3d12 plus 11 slashing and cold damage. That's 35 damage, Chuji. All right. And then... It's going to hit you with a disintegrate. Oh! Fantastic! So, uh, no, no saves, no nothing. It's just going to do the damage. Chuji, that is going to be 85 more damage. Thank you. So, Chuji, <sighs> altogether, that was 115 damage. Doesn't that sound like a familiar number? Doesn't it sound <laughs> weird? Huh. Hey, Chuji, how are you holding up? This is a targeted attack. This whole fight is a targeted attack against me. I'm being bullied. I thought you liked being challenged. I do. You and told me last know. session, oh, Derry, I like being <laughs> challenged. And I was like, what's that, blood? I'm glad. This is fun. <laughs> uh, Sigrid has one action left. Uh, she has thrown her fucking uh, sword. This is, by the way, something she has on her uh, stop block. I didn't just randomly do it. Felling yeah, yeah, yeah. Tro. She can do that. <laughs> oh, Ricochet Tro. My bad. When Sigrid uses Felling Tro, her sword oh. bounces back into her hand and she catches it as a free action. She fucking thought. As it's, the sword bashes into you and then flies through you, bounces off the wall, crank, 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 and goes back towards her. But not before it goes towards Sanku. Hmm. Sanku, before it enters her hand again, it's gonna fly directly at you. Uh, and Sanku, that is gonna be a 43 to hit. Yeah, yeah, it hits. Yeah, it does. Okay, so... Sanku, that is going to be uh, 30 slashing and cold damage. Uh, you're resistant to cold, right? Yeah, I'm resistant to cold. 
Okay, you take none of that cold damage then because it's only two. So she does 28 damage to you. Okay. As it flashes true Chuji, casting a disintegrate on them as it goes. It bounces around the arena like a fuck. It's the weirdest shit ever. And then it flies back into her hand and she catches it and she says, Ha! Face me! And her arm flashes with magic might. Okay. Sanku, it's your turn. I cast Coral Eruption. Uh oh. I'm gonna cast it. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. What are you? Where? What's going on? Here. Or well, I mean, it gets to be down a little bit more so that it. Oh my actually... god. Oh my god. Okay. So you cast it in an explosion that it comes out of the walls and it hits into Sigrid. Yes, but the area it takes up is the entire platform she's on and the entire stairwell, meaning she literally cannot leave the space she's in without taking damage. And a lot of it, because it's everywhere. And I still made the reflex save. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, there's another one, right? I, I can do two? Yeah, you can do two. Not 20! Whew. Okay, well, uh, then you don't take any damage, I don't think. I, I think what happens, Sanku, is as this explosion pulls out of the wall, she jumps back and then she grabs, she stabs into the coral with her sword, and it carves in and she's holding onto it. She's hanging off the floor with her Zweihander outside of the coral. And she looks up at you with weirdly magic glowing eyes and that flashing white. She grins at you, Sanku. He grins back. Sanku, you can put down another one, though. Where are you going to drop it? Mm, here. I think Sanku's going to put it so that it's over Bjorn. Okay, so another explosion rockets out from the side of the thing. Um, and it's going to hit into Bjorn, uh, who is atop a platform near a ladder. It's actually also going to cut off both of those ladders, uh, meaning no one else can climb up them without taking a shit ton of damage. Mm-hmm. So Bjorn needs to make a reflex save. Failure! Uh, that's a 34. Bjorn's going to take full damage. Yay. 36. Okay. Bjorn takes 36 damage as an explosion rocks into them. And I think they go, ah! And they nearly fall off the fucking ladder. Um... As this is happening, uh, Tagata Emmy says, Whoa! Coral eruptions blast through the tower, locking off several key places that the teams would be able to use to get through. And the cheers of the crowd certainly tell you that you're right. Uh, Sank, is that your turn? Uh, yep. I'm pretty sure coral eruption requires three actions, so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna be Bjorn's turn. And, uh, Bjorn grits their teeth before inhaling exhaling and i think they're just gonna drop they're gonna drop out of here because they don't want to be standing no they're gonna climb up what am i saying they climb through the spikes they're gonna take six uh piercing damage as they get onto the platform above but now where they're standing they turn and they look and they can see you sanku far off from them with their last two actions bjorn grits dirty and says how about we give you a taste of home everyone and bjorn raises their staff and there's a flash of light, an explosion of sound, and a roar emits through the arena. And emerging from the smoke comes a giant snake. No, not a snake. It's got dragon-like arms and a head with long curling horns and sharp fangs. And you realize a fucking Linorm is emerging. Kelpashar has cast dragon form and is now a fucking Linorm. 
and with uh, their one action, because I like to give everyone an action when they cast a form, uh, they're just going to slither down, and they're now um, on the bottom of the arena again, uh, on the same level as Chuji and Kel. And uh, Linorm Kel, or sorry, Linorm Bjorn roars out, and uh, that is going to be their turn. They're rushing towards you, Chuji. Okay. Next in the order is gonna be Kel's turn. And Kel grins and says, Would you look at that, Master She? There's spikes behind you. And then they kick you in the chest. Cool. Uh, so that's gonna be an athletics roll to try push you into the spikes. Does a 44 beat your fortitude DC? Yeah, it does. Okay. They kick you back five feet. And then they're gonna throw their shield and try knock you back another five feet. Okay. Uh oh. Oh. Chuji dies. Chuji dies. Chuji, you are hit by a shield which knocks you in the gut. And it's going to do a lot of damage to you. That's going to be 42 damage. Yeah, Chuji's down. Well, Chuji, you are knocked flying backwards into the spikes. I think you are like just lying across them. As uh, you are rendered KO, and the crowds cheer as uh, Tagadas Emmy says, and she chooses down, down, knocked, knocked in the gut by Kelpishar's flying shield, shield into Sanku's very own coral eruption. That's two, one down, two to go. Will Winter's Roar be able to keep it up? Alas, with their last action, Kel turns to the crowd and says, "By the might of Gozra, we will win." And uh, they're going to rally the crowd. And uh, that's going to be a rally for the entire team. Uh-oh. So, uh, how are we all doing today? Bad. I have ideas. <laughs> it's okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's okay. We'll be fine. Surely. Uh, that's Kel's turn. It's Trough's turn. Uh, Trough is not doing super hot against Yimasami. So he grins and says, You're not the only one with tricks here, my friend. And they swing their icicle gouge uh, monk attack into your face, Masami. Uh, and that is a 41 to hit. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. Okay. So that's going to be uh, 2d8 plus 13 piercing and 1d6 cold for a total of 32 damage. Uh, and then uh, he brings his other hand to try punching you in the chest with a shattering blow. Uh, see if he can't hit you with a nerve strike. Uh, and that is going to be a 34 to hit. Lol, LMAO now. <laughs> okay. With his last action, he's not going to be stupid. He takes a five-foot step back away from you. And he kind of, like, brings his hands up like, Come on, come on, closer! As he's backing away, which is lovely. Masami, it is your turn. Uh, Trough is taunting you. Um, Chuji is down. You don't see it happen, but you hear it happen. Uh, because you're on the other side of the tower as it's slowly spinning. Uh, what do you do? They're going to activate Arcane Cascade. Okay. What kind? Same type as my weapon or unarmed attack, so it's going to be uh, slashing damage. Okay. And because I'm in Arcane Cascade, I also get the effect of Arcane Shroud. Okay. And that gives me, transmutation gives me Fleet Step. My speed got up by 30 feet. So now my base speed is 60. Okay, interesting. Oh, you're Naruto running. Well, yes, hmm. they are. 
And they don't care for Truff right now. Uh huh. They could care less. 45 feet, huh? Uh huh. So, uh, -oh. uh, they they see Truff and his taunts, and they go, please. I'm smarter than that. And they Naruto run all the way down and drop behind Bjorn. Bjorn the fucking Linorm, the giant fuck off Linorm who's uh, currently roaring and has not seen you yet? Yes. And they are then going to spell strike. Because Arcane Cascade refreshes spell strike. Fuck. So, 38. Uh, 38 is going to be a hit against Bjorn. Roll damage. Damage for that. And the spell strike is level 8, Chain Lightning. Fuck! Hmm. Which, hey, guess who's 30 feet away? <laughs> so, who's 30 feet away? So, Kel needs a reflex save. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, oh god, Kel's not very reflexy. <gasps> that's perfect! Hey, that's <laughs> completely perfect! Because guess what damage I rolled? Oh my fucking god! I rolled 61. <laughs> Kel immediately takes 122 damage. I- <laughs> Woof! Okay, and I, that's gonna- wait. So how much damage is that to Bjorn? Uh, to Total? Bjorn, that is... Uh, da, 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 23 plus 61. Uh, 84? 84 damage. Hey, the Linorm that just emerged is already looking battered. But Sammy, you fucking ninja drop on top of this Linorm, stab into its back with your sword, electrocute it, and lightning axe out of it into Kel. And uh, is there anyone within 30 feet of Kel? Within 30 feet? Um, no, no, no one else is within 30 feet of Kel. Yeah. But you do hit both of them really fucking hard. And guess who has an extra strike? Because because of fleet, um, <laughs> my movement was only one action. Oh my fucking god. Okay. Damn it. Alright, that's a 30. Uh, 30 is unfortunately gonna be a miss against Yorn. But is that your turn, Masami? Yep, that's her turn. Okay, uh, Tagata uh, calls out and says, Would you, Would you believe, believe it? it? Masami, Masami Takahara, Takahara empowered, empowered by Chuji's defeat, defeat, is rushing across the field, ready, ready to, to knock, knock some teeth out. out. Will, will they be able to slay the Linorm? Or will the Linorm slay them? Uh, it's Sigrid's turn. Sigrid is currently hanging from the side of the, uh, the Coral Eruption. And uh, they kind of grunt. And I think they're going to try spring, like, swing themselves around their sword. Back, fort, back, fort. And they swing towards you, Sanku. That's going to be a legs roll to see if they can do it. Um, okay, that's going to be a 43. Uh, yeah, okay. She front flips towards you, Sanku, lands behind you, and grins and says, Witch Prince. Oh, ah! And, uh, unfortunately, you are now pinned between her and your Coral Eruption. And she doesn't have her, uh, her Zweihander. It is stuck in the Coral Eruption. So she's just gonna punch you with her Arcane Fists. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be a 39 to hit against you, Sanku. That's another 39! What is going on?! It's their lucky number. It's a 39 difference. Hmm. Okay, Sanku. 39 to hit. Is that a hit? Um, yes. Okay. So, uh, you have resistance to bludgeoning, which this will be. I um, do. I was hoping you wouldn't remember so that I could tell you. No, I do remember. So, Sanku, that's going to be uh, 18 bludgeoning damage. No. It's, it's considerably less, huh? It's, it's 7 bludgeoning damage, actually. Okay. Well, what if I told you, then that she was backing it up with a uh, two-action magic missile to your face? 
I mean, she could do that. No, as in like when she punches you, there is an explosion of magic as she delivers those missiles into you. Uh, it's a spell strike. <laughs> she could do that. Uh, that's going to be 41 damage, Sanku, as this fucking erupts into your gut from her arcane fist. And she punches you with her magic prosthetic, you know? Uh, and it hurts. It hurts like a bitch. And that's her turn. She says, what now, boy? She kind of cracks her knuckles. What now, boy? Pocketin! I'm going to cast uh, Glitter Dust. <laughs> okay, cool. Go for it. Uh, she's going to try deck you with an uh, attack of opportunity real fast, by the way. Okay. You blast her with this fairy dust. She, like, decks you almost on reflex, Sanku. But um, you're only going to take 12 damage from that because uh, you your dragon scales kind of harden as she hits you. Mm-hmm. Against a crash... Like, if you fought crashing waves, this is nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Glitter dust. You're going to blast shiny lights in her eyes, huh? Yes, I need a reflex save. Please fail it. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, 27? Uh, that does not save. In fact, that's actually the crit fail. Oh my god! Okay. So, Sanku, how you, as she decks you, you stumble back, but you're, you are already in the process of blasting her. And I think because she came close to you with that attack of opportunity... You erupt light into her eyes, and she roars! And she's going to be blinded for a round, and then dazzled for ten minutes. Yep. Uh, and she screeches, What have you done? And you can see her eyes are fucking rainbow disco flashing colors as she's stumbling around. You have one action, uh, Sanku. Uh, she can't stop you from doing anything now because she is blind and she's stumbling around. I think he's going to cast a life boost on himself since it only takes one action. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay. So, Sanku, uh, a few healing bubbles pop around you, and you're going to restore 16 HP immediately. Yeah. Uh, and that is your turn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Chuji, it is your turn. Uh, so, obviously, you are c- unconscious, right? Oh, Yeah. Now, we're not going to fucking say, oh my god, Chuji has to make death saving throws. We're going to put it more like consciousness saving throws. Are you going to be able to wrestle back, or are you just completely KO? You know? We'll see. So, would you like to make me just a flat roll? Sure. Surely it won't be too bad. Eight. (laughs) Okay. Chuji, unfortunately, you are slipping further and further into unconsciousness. You're like kind of like peeking through your eyes, squinting, seeing like you know, like you, you're not asleep yet, you know? But you're yeah. lying against this thing, you're you're you can hear your heart pumping, everything's starting to go kinda tonight see, and your eyes are fluttering shut. And you're one step closer to just being completely knocked out. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately that is you for right now, Chuji. Woo Shit's getting tense. Um, I'll better win this. Next in the order is gonna be Bjorn. Bjorn is a fucking Linorm. And they look over their shoulder at you, Masami, and rumble. And uh, they are going to just bite the fuck out of you. And that's gonna be a 36 against you. Does not hit. Okay. They grunt and then open their mouth and a beam of white light conjures up in their mouth and then they blast it at you. You're going to need to make me a reflex save against the ice cold damage that they're blasting at you point blank. 42. 
Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, Masami. You dodge out of the way of this attack. So uh, that's going to be half of 12 D12s, uh, Masami. That's going to be half of 54. Uh, 27 damage as this ice cold breath attack blasts into you. And the Linorm roars. You successfully distracted it. It's Kel's turn. Kel is looking up at this happening. And I think uh, they're going to run closer. And then from uh, the floor, they point their trident and says, SMITE! And uh, they blast a shock of uh, lightning through the air at you. Um, and Masami, that is going to be... Mm, that's going to be a 29. Fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're going to try again. 31. Still a fail. Fuck. Okay, that's going to be Kel's turn. Uh, Truff's turn. Truff slides down the ladder. And they're going to run uh, to the left of the platform. And wouldn't you know it, at the very end of that platform, there's Kelpashar and there's Masami riding on their back. Uh, Truff kind of tries to punch at you from where they are. They're going to throw a flurry of blows at you, Masami. That's going to be two icicle gouges at you. Number one, that's a 32 to hit. Nope. Okay. Number two, a 28 to hit. No, so close to a crit fail. And with their last action, they're just going to take a step back because they don't want you hitting them. Hilarious. Uh, Masami, it's, it's your turn. You're riding on the back of a Linorm. Uh, there's a Viking shooting lightning at you. A bugbear just tried to hit you several times. Uh, Chuji is unconscious and Senku is brawling against Amagus. What do you do? They're going to refresh their spell strike with a force fang. Okay. And where you, who are you force fanging? Force fanging the fucking Linorm. <laughs> Okay, jump down on this bitch. This is there is no save for this. It just fucking hits. Okay, how much damage? That is twelve damage and a refresh okay. spell strike. Okay, well you do that twelve damage, and you can see that the Linorm is barely holding on. Like uh, Bjornorm, Linbjorn, Linbjorn, Linbjorn roars. Uh, they're very hurt. And uh, the crowd is ooing and aahing as it's getting really tense. Everyone is starting to be on low HP now. What do you do now? You got two actions left. Repeat, last turn. Spell strike, chain lightning. Everyone is within 30. Fuck! Oh no, Trough! You fool! Okay, make me just attack Roran on Bjorn. The 34. So just a apparently. hit. Holy shit, that was lucky. Okay, the thanks rollback for scaring the fuck out of me. Uh, damage is 19 damage. Okay. With the Linorm is still standing, but holy shit, they have 7 HP left. With the spell strike, chain lightning. Fuck. The other two need to make me reflex saves, or face 53 lightning damage. Wow. Or more, or less. Okay, uh, half damage on that. Truff, Truff gets literally just a save. It, it is literally just your DC. Uh, Kel gets a nat 20 somehow. Okay. Uh, so, Masami, you uh, swing your sword into Bjorn, and electricity arcs into them, and they scream out as there's a flash of lightning, and there's no more Linorm. Just Bjorn Ramel on the floor. K.O. And you are standing above them. Uh, Trough is going to take half damage from 53, which is going to be uh, 26 damage. But Kel blocks that with their trident. They call up this lightning and says, I fell for it once. I won't fall for it again. I, Servitor of Gozra, 
refuse to let lightning strike me ever again. And as you're saying this, the lightning scares that they have on their face, they have always had lightning scares. I haven't really talked about it, but um, they have lightning scares across their face and it glows. Um, Misami, is that your turn? I do technically still have one more action. What do you do? With the dimensional assault. Okay. <laughs> All right. And because of fleet, I can go up to 30 feet. Okay. Uh, but they aren't going to. They're just going to go straight behind Kel. Okay. You flash over and you attack. Let's see if you can land this. Uh, they're going to uh, They're going to teleport immediately above Kel. Okay. Go for it. Unfortunately, Miss Sammy, as you zip closer, for a second you look like you've got them open, and then Kel swings their shield and blocks against you. And uh, the two of you lock eyes for a moment. Warrior versus warrior. Viking versus ninja. And is that your turn, Miss Sammy? Uh, yes. Spell strike has been refreshed. Uh-oh. Uh, well, it's Sigrid's turn. Sigrid is brawling off against Sanku. Uh, she is blind, though. So, uh... She's going to need to make flat checks to even hit Sanku. Um, she rumbles out and she's going to charge up a spell strike in her fist and try to punch at you, Sanku. But first, she needs to actually roll to have hit it. Mm-hmm. So she has to make a d20. It has to beat an 11. That's a 9. Tee-hee. She punches into the air and you like duck out of the way and she roars and she's going to try punch again. That's a tree. She swings her arm again and she roars and clutches her eyes. I won't be bested. Not by anyone. And she swings one last time. Can she please beat the flat check? No, I don't think so. Not one. (laughs) I don't think it does anything, but it is very embarrassing. She's swinging around and you're dancing circles around her. I think that not one, Sanku, I'll give you a plus one on any attack rolls and a minus one to any saves that she has to make against you this turn. Cool. Sanku, it is your turn. Sigrid Beale, this imposing full orc woman, missing an arm just like you. What do you do, Sanku? Sanku casts Hydraulic Push. Okay. 35. At 35 is a hit, Sanku. Roll oh, me that God. fucking damage. 65. Sanku, which Prince of the Sea? How do you knock out Lady Sigrid Beale? I think that he's dodging her punches. And then I think that uh, most of the time he's using his his staff. Like, that's like how he enjoys casting the most. But I think that when he's... Uh, like, while he's in, like, you know, hand-to-hand combat, I think he's like, okay, you're too close! And I think he sort of open palm, like, pushes, and, uh, then, like, a, just, like, a giant, like, a burst of water, um, like, bludgeons in, into her, um, and, uh, knocks her back five feet and does a crazy amount of damage. Sigrid's still standing for a second, gasping, panting, before that arm vanishes. And she collapses. K.O. Uh, now, Okay, Sanku, she is down. Together, Emmy calls out. And Lady, Lady Sigrid Beale is down. Which really coming down to the wire. It's anyone's game right now. I'm going to cast Life Boost on Ritz. Or Chuji even. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Sanku, now that uh, Sigrid is down, you turn around and you focus on your friend. 
Uh, Chuji is healed up with 16 HP. And like I said, Chuji, it's actually your turn now, lol. You were unconscious. You were on the spikes. Everything sucked. Everything hurts. But then that life boost pushes into you and you are filled with just a little more will to fight. Uh, you blink. Bjorn is down by the looks of it. You heard Sigrid being knocked out. And it is your turn. You can see Masami standing on a wall and there's Kel dueling against them. Uh, Trough is off in the distance, standing atop another platform. What do you do? Also, you're in spikes. You might need to hop out of here. Yeah, Chuji is going to um, hop off. Okay. Just real quick. Honestly, I don't think they stop. I think they wake up and they they full charge back into it. <laughs> I do not know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is that I must kill. Yeah, that's Chuji. Um, and <laughs> kind of like p- running purely on instinct, they do action when it's punch kill. <laughs> They're, like, covered in blood. Yeah, holy shit, a lot of it, too, right? Because you got yeah. fucked over. Chuji got mega fucked, uh, so that's going to be 36. Uh, 36 does hit. And they're technically flat-footed right now. That'll be 38 damage. Oh, my Wait, fucking god, Wait, hang Chuji. on a second, they're flat-footed. <laughs> yes, they are. Okay, well, if uh, Chuji doesn't knock him out, then I have opportunity backstab. Uh, well, Chuji does knock them the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you run towards them, Chuji, and you, like, barely conscious, barely cognizant, you <laughs> fucking run, 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 run. And what stance are you in? Dragon stance. You fucking roundhouse kick Kel in the face, and they don't see you until it's too late. They're knocked <laughs> stumbling over, and they are KO. Chuji afterward uh, is like they're they're like they're like standing back up like straight and like gaining consciousness and they like throw their arms up and they like start screaming. <laughs> uh, the crowd is very impressed by that. And uh, <laughs> Tagada Emi calls out and says, "She Chuji's back in the fight and they've knocked out Kelpashar in a quick succession. Winter Troy has fallen. All that is left." Is Trough Frost Knuckles the living avalanche? Will he be able to fight off the radiant winds? Or is this curtains called for the winter's roar? And Trough just grins, cracks his knuckles, and gets ready for you all. Chuji, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it's Trough's turn. And I think Trough is going to run, 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 jump down onto the platform. He lands with a tonk. And he's now standing near you, Masami, and you, Chuji. Uh, he gets up, and he is going to try to deck at you, Masami. Masami, that's a 41 to hit. Hits. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 28 piercing and cold damage. Um, and then uh, they're going to use a shattering blow, where they follow up with another punch to your chest, trying to hit a nerve. Roll me fortitude save. 45 with Juggernaut. Completely unaffected. You don't even feel that cold. And Truff grunts and says, The others weren't kidding. You really are something else, aren't you? And he is going to use his last action to try and grapple you again, Chuji. And Chuji does a 32 past your Fortitude DC. Fuck no, it does not. He keeps trying to throw you off the edge. It doesn't matter, though. (laughs) Masami, it is your turn. Trough Frost Knuckles is below you now, flat-footed and looking poorly. What do you do? What do I do best? Spell Strike. 
<laughs> okay. That's a 40. 40 is going to be a hit. Roll damage. 27 damage. Okay. He's still standing, but barely. And they are going to spell strike Gouging Claw. Okay. 36 damage. Masami Takahara, how do you take out Trough Frost Knuckles? Uh, I think just as their, um, just as their spider climb kind of wears off, I think they jump down with their Chokuto and then land behind him so he's actually being flanked. Then with their, uh, with their Kitsune Claw, they just slash him towards the open air. Hmm. And just barely knocks him off. And he falls off and lands with a tud 40 feet below. And Tagadi Ami says, That's it, everyone! One, two, three, four! Winter's Roar have been eliminated! Now, Sanku Whitfrancy, Shi Chuji, and Masami Takahara carry on the legacy of the Invincible Radiant Winds! And everyone cheers. Yay! Um, I think Senku sort of um waves his 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 staff so that the uh and the coral eruptions sort of uh it's like they grow in reverse when they go away. Yeah, they back into the ruby. Mm-hmm. And I think he sort of hops down um and towards um his friends. And he's like, We did it! Uh Chuji lays on the fucking ground. Uh, Senku, um, takes a staff and he sort of taps it on- on, uh, Chuji's forehead and heals him. Uh, but I think Masami, like, uh, stands next to Chuji and crouches down and, um, pats them on the head saying, it's good to have you back. Did I kick ass? Do you need a nice pack? Did I- did I kick ass? Did I kill? Uh, you So much ass. You kick- you, you took me and Kel by surprise. You knocked a man down flat immediately after waking up. I don't know what to tell you, my <laughs> dude. <laughs> tell me I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, You're gonna be fine. fine. You just need a bit of healing and probably some bandages. You have some blood, right? They're gonna. They right were about everywhere. to point to their face, but then they do like the the whole like hand thing. You're just everywhere. <laughs> Oh, Chuji's like covered in blood. They got hit in the fucking head by a sword. Cool. Do I look sick at least? I mean, I think you, you always did. look sick. Sick. You knocked a man down flat and killed him. Well, not killed. You <laughs> knocked him. You actually just knocked a man flat on his face. So Fuck yeah, and they put their head back on the ground. <laughs> Um, I think you can see that the crowds are cheering. There are people holding up signs with the Radiant Winds names on it. Uh, you are all so crazy impressive this fight. Think Senku does a little, he does a little pose. <laughs> Lo's like, yes, everyone, pose for the crowds! Mm, I'm pretty sure Chuji is, is, is taking a break from existing Chuji, get up, boy! Hey, he got injured! I'm gonna remember you said that later. Uh, I think... Slowly but surely, Sigrid Beale comes over to you all. And she pats you guys' shoulders. She's panting, says, Well, that was the most fun I've had in this tournament by a long shot. All of you, so strong, so impressive. 
perhaps really are chosen by the gods, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but um, uh, hey, can you teach me that boomerang trick with the mm. sword? It takes a lot of work, but perhaps... Can you also forget about it? <laughs> <laughs> How about I don't use it on you anymore, Sheepmaster She? Yeah, I'd hope not. Uh, she, I think she helps you up. She, like, offers you a hand. Yeah, they this. take it. Uh, and she just she just grins. I think she, like, pulls you into, like, a, a, a warrior hug. You know, the ones where it's not, like, affectionate. It's more like a, yeah, come on. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Kel gets up as well and says... You really had me on edge the entire time, all of you. Very well done indeed. And Bjorn's like, what happened? What Are you happened okay? Uh, I always blank out when I go lean on. <laughs> what happened? Did we win? Oh, rats. No, you didn't. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, I see the battle team won. Well done, Invincible <laughs> Radiant Winds. <laughs> hey, but I wouldn't count yourselves out. You, you guys are really fast on your feet. Like, actually, it's kind of impressive. It's kind uh -huh. of scary. Trough kind of gets up and grins and says, Ha! From brawler to brawler, Master She! You throw a good punch, and you, Master Takahara! Ha! I've never seen so many tricks! <laughs> Master Witch Prince, keep that magic away from me! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of cheering... Tagada comes down and gives you all your prizes. Both teams win 4,000 gold, and the winning team earns a set of headbands of translocation. These silk headbands, tree of them. Locate trans people. Can locate trans people. Yeah. They locate I trans people. I think we people. all like, have that same thought. When a trans purple's coming by. Fucking same um, brain cell. There are three right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. If all wearers invest in their headbands and think of the same symbol while doing so, uh, all headbands change to display that symbol until they are removed. As long as you are all wearing your headbands, you can aid each other without taking an action to prepare, and when you get a crit failure while attempting to ail someone, you get a failure instead. But once per day, with, as a two-action ting, one person can swap, uh, can teleport to be adjacent to another person, even with, so long as you are within one mile of each other. Cool. So while you're all wearing these three, you can all zip zap zop around to be near each other. Zip zap zop. You guys get down. You watch the rest of the fights for the day. After all, these are going to be important fights. The losers here will be eliminated from the tournament, and the winners will move on to the next round of the losers bracket. The first fight, it's it's speakers to the wind versus the biting roses. It's a fight that is fast and furious. Uh, Aquila Stormheel turns into a panther that lunges towards uh, Artis, who ducks out of the way, shooting soul-seeking arrows that zip and arc behind her, only for them to be dispelled by Teacher Iowari, who fights at full force, throwing a punch at Grandfather Mantis, who blocks it immediately. Uh, Yaruka uh, makes a few hand signs and conjures up an occult sphere, which he launches towards uh, Netir, who blocks it and redirects it towards Lantondo. Lantondo pulls up a few harrow cards and uses the Rabbit Prince to uh, absorb it and send it uh, somewhere unknown. Uh, Lantondo draws another card, the Typhoon, and a massive tornado erupts from behind them, storming directly into Nala the Reed and strings on River and Kila. The fight is furious. It is fast. And ultimately, 
it ends when Grandfather Mantis pulls a punch that lands directly into the chest of Ayawari, who lets out a gasp before falling to his knees, knocked KO. Tagata Emmy circles in the sky and says, there we have it, everyone! The Biting Roses are onto the second stage of the Losers Bracket, where they will face off against uh, one of the winning teams that was sent here in round two of the Knockout Tournament. Will they be able to get back into the tournament proper? Or will they only serve as a stepping stone to a team briefly inconvenienced? Uh, Yark punches the air and grins and she- I think she turns to you guys and points and smiles. Fuck yeah! Chuji's screaming, uh, cheering for her. Um, meanwhile, unfortunately, speakers of the wind stand up. Ayawari, Ovar, Netir, Nala, Akila, and Inkila. They all stand, and they look a little glum. But Ayawari pats their backs, and you can see he's reassuring them. After all, the lesson to be learned here is not that we were weaker. But there exists such extraordinarily strong people in our world. And now that we've seen them, we can learn from their examples. I think that does cheer them up. That makes them feel better about uh, this. And Speakers to the Wind are the first team to be eliminated from the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. How are you guys all doing as you watch that match end? (laughs) Not Uh, so good? Chuji is elated for their friend. Um, but it is sad to see the other team go. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with a knockout tournament where you've all become friends. People have to lose. Yeah. I think um, they're probably gonna like visit their house at the Ruby Village for a little bit and like bring food. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure they will appreciate. Hey, I know that you guys lost, but at the very least, you learned a fuck ton, <laughs> and you made it really far. You're going to have to make a visit another house next, though. Because the next match of the day, a little while later. Unfortunately, it's going to be Winter's Roar versus Tino's Toughest. Oh, oh good lord. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> oh. Hold on to your hearts, everyone. We've got, oh, man. We've got... Literal Vikings trained by <laughs> by the hardness of the world versus a cool dad and his friends. <laughs> oh man, Masami's like biting their fair. thumbnail. They're like, oh, I don't want either of them to lose. Come on, it's man. Not, it's not fair. The fight is intense. And like, charged up from their encounter with you. Winter's Roar rush into combat. They swing and they brawl. Uh, Frost Knuckles jumps for Malako. Uh, their icy gouging claws blocking these blades that Malako throws at him like it's nothing. And he advances confidently, calmly. Punch, 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 block, block, block. Malako spreads their wings and flies into the air and Trough uh, follows, grabbing them and smashing them into the floor. Zumi shoots fire magic, which clashes with Bjorn's ice magic. Water sprays through the arena in a fine mist, and the crowd cheers as charging through that mist comes uh, Kel, who is 
bashing his shield against a big Gig the Big Goblin, who turns into a massive giant. But here's the problem with giants. Kelpashar is quite used to fighting frost ones. Our goblins should be no different, right? Of course, in the center of the arena, blocking blows from a champion of Erori is Sigrid Beal facing off against Tino Toon. There's a few surprises. Um, Kel is actually knocked unconscious by Gig, who swings her meat cleaver of a hammer down into him and knocking him KO. Bjorn is able to overcome Zumi and freeze her in ice, only for him then to be attacked by uh, Gig, who is, has focused her, her attention on him now. Eventually, his ice magic is enough to bring down her as well. Trough versus Malako. Trough eventually lands a powerful sucker punch into Malako's beak, sending them sprawling. So it's Trough, Bjorn, and Sigrid against Tino. It's hard to keep up at first. Tino punches and blocks, swinging Bjorn uh, a solid punch in the upper, uh, like a solid uppercut in the jaw, which sends him sprawling and knocks them KO. Trough is a, a welcome opponent to Tino, but unfortunately right now the brawler is uh, teamed up with by a Magus. Eventually, Tino is able to outwit the two by using Trough as a meat shield, which blocks the attack from uh, one of uh, Sigrid's most powerful attacks. And then it's Queen versus Champion. Sigrid swings her sword into Tino, and he yells out in pain, but stands up. He rushes and punches her in the face. She is knocked stumbling backwards. Before the two of them exchange a look, grit their teeth, and charge into the center. An explosion of icy fog erupts, and no one can see exactly who. But a figure stands, and a figure falls. And Tagala Emi calls and says, And it looks like the winner of this match is Winter's Roar! No, no, wait! wait. <gasps> and the fog clears, and standing, panting, is Tino Tung! Oh my fucking god. Holy shit. <laughs> Tino's Tino toughest will advance onto the next stage of the loser's bracket. And Winter's Roar have been defeated. Our <laughs> friendship. I would have been happy if either of them won. Yeah. Tino cheers and roars out. And Tino's toughest I'll celebrate hugging. Winter's Roar get up, but they look so disappointed. Except for Sigrid. Who walks over and lifts Tino's hand in the air, proclaiming him victor. Oh. So, the day's slowly coming to an end. Uh, the three of you are able to uh, walk out uh, of the arena. Although, Senku seems a little troubled, right? Um, I think he just looks kind of antsy, like he's uh, trying to find a chance to do something. Misami Chuji, uh, the crowds are dispelling. You stayed late tonight. Uh, people are leaving to go do their own things. <laughs> and Senku seems to be up to something. What's up? Um, I think, honestly, they're trying to leave, and Chuji kind of looks behind them uh, and sees Senku lingering, and they're like... You lagging behind? Um, y- yeah. F- uh, I want to talk to somebody, I think. Oh, um, you want us to wait for you? Uh, you don't have to, but I'd appreciate it. Chuji shrugs and says, sure. 
We'll be right here. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. He sort of weaves through the crowd of people that are, like, leaving and, uh, you know, bustling around. Okay. Uh, who is it that you are looking for, Sanku? Um, he's looking for, well, Winters or in general, but, um, he's looking for Sigrid. Okay. Well, you see Winter's Roar leaving. They tower over uh, everyone. They are quite tall, I should point out, compared to, like, uh, the people of Tianxia. The l- people of the Land of the Limor and Kings are pretty fucking big, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And Sigrid, being a full orc, towers above most people. I fucking love orcs. God damn. Uh, and I think she sees you coming, and she smiles, I think. says, ah, Sanku, Vich Prince of the Sea. Champion to be, I should hope, yes? <laughs> yeah, I hope we win. That's the goal. Did you need something? You came up to me quite some purpose in your eyes. Um, I wanted to know if I could talk to you about something. Uh, her eyebrows go up and she says, Yes, of course. Should this be just you and me? Yeah. Mm. I won't take too much time from you, I promise. She turns and says, Kel, take the others back to the village. I will be there later. Kel nods says, Yes, my lady. And uh, they go. And she gestures. There's like an outdoor cafe nearby and says, Would you like something to drink? Uh, yeah, sure. She sits you down and uh, she tilts her head at you uh, after you've ordered. She's got some uh, oolong and she's like, So, what was it exactly that you needed, Sanku? How do you... How do you do it? She blinks and says, You'll need to be more specific. I'm not entirely sure what it is you need to be explained how to do. Is it magic? Because certainly you seem to already have that under control. No, I I, I think I have magic under control. Um, how do you not care when you lose? Or how do you even... Because you, you asked twice today. I'm sorry about that, by the way. Um, but we've won before. We've won ex- exhibition matches. That's enough for me. That's true. But he's, he's sort of his eyebrows uh, furrow a little bit, and he's, he's fidgeting. You also only have one arm. Is Lolo present? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't think he's not there. I th- I th- he, <laughs> he wouldn't have sent him away. I think Lolo, from your bag, kind of cocks his head when you say that. The fact that you even talked about your arm, which is something you never talk about. Yeah, he's sort of uh, rubbing it. He's like, you don't seem troubled by it at, at all. I don't even like thinking about it being there. You don't really seem to mind. Would you like to know how I lost my arm? I don't want to pry, but. To become a Linorm king, one must slay a Linorm in hand to hand combat. You can have no one help you. You must do it alone. In this way, only the strongest of people can become a Linorm king. Upon doing so, and 
presenting its head to the overall king of the land of the Linorm Kings, you'll be granted a kingdom out in the wastes. There, among the snow and the mountains, you will make a new home for the people who fight alongside you. Orcs are not well-beloved back home. There are historical wars fought between my kind and your kind. Undyne? No, humans. Oh, sorry. I was not always well treated. I put it in my head that I must vein one, that I must become a Linorm queen and have a place for the people who were mistreated, a home for those without the home. You've heard the spiel, yes? Yeah. I lost. Oh. I tried to take on a Linorm by myself before I was ready. I was young and I was foolish. The Linorm took my arm, and I'm lucky it took nothing else. This serves as a, a memory. Once I was... I did something I should not have. This is my reminder. But I do not let it be a bad thought. To me, it is inspiration. The fact that I have come this far despite everything that has happened to me, is... To me, it is incredible. When I lose, it isn't an end to my story. It's something I can look back on and say, well, despite all these things that have stopped me in the past, I still fight. My fight to become a Linom Queen won't end because we've lost the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. It will only get more and more fervent as we've seen the kind of people out there, as we've learned from you all. I don't feel bad when I lose because I, in a way, have won. So long as I live to see another day at the end of the fight, then I have gained untold experience which will bring me towards my goal. And I think this is the most talkative you've ever seen, Sigrid. She's usually very soft-spoken. Mm -hmm. She's usually very quiet and doesn't say much. But she seems to be generally trying to, like, tell you what it is that keeps her going every day. Mm-hmm. What about you, young one? Is this not how you see it? I... When... It happened... I'd never... Been hurt like that before. I knew that you could... Like, in my head, I, I knew that you could... Like die or get knocked out if you lost a fight but I felt a little bit like it couldn't happen to me because I was so powerful I wasn't trying to be cocky or anything and I didn't want to come across that way but it didn't I knew it could happen but it didn't f feel real and then we fought a dragon. <laughs> it wasn't just me by myself or anything. <laughs> I think that's the that is really intense. <laughs> but I almost died. And 
it felt like I had failed. I didn't tell my family that it happened, either. I just got this arm, and he sort of like lifts up the fish scale one. <laughs> and I didn't like to look at it or think about it because it felt like something that happened because I was dumb or something that happened because I wasn't good enough at fighting. Like a, remi like a reminder or uh, a memory that I wasn't enough and I didn't like that. So I didn't talk about it. I, I didn't talk about it for a really long time. I, I, you're the first person I think I've told what happened, even a little bit, other than um, my friends who were there, so I can't exactly avoid it. <laughs> and how are you feeling now that you have told? I'm really nervous. <laughs> um, you know, I was the same as well. I felt these exact same feelings. You did? Oh. It took years for me to be able to go out and try again. I felt I had failed as well. Do you think I failed? No. Then neither did you. <laughs> we all go through different experiences, witch prince. Sometimes you don't succeed immediately. Sometimes these things are terrifying. But if you come out in one piece at the end of the day, then you are strong enough. You won. This, she taps your arm. This is not a tool. It is not a reminder. It is not a weakness. This is your strength. You must not forget that. Understand? Yeah. You can come talk to me whenever. Even when I go home, I'll give you Stone of Fire Speech. You stay in touch with me. Okay? Thank you. And she sits back in her seat and drinks us. No, thank you. It is nice to be reminded why I fight. I hope you get that at Kingdom one day, though. I'm not going to give up here. There are no linomes in Tiansha, from what I know. Are there linomes in Tiansha? And Lola pokes and says, Well, actually, there are a few. And she's like, oh. I don't know if that would count, though, like, with... Do you have to kill the linorm in no so, in the so land? Long as I bring so it, it back, could be anywhere. So long as I bring it back, it does not matter. Ugh. I must have someone who saw me do it, and I must be able to have done it my own. But wouldn't it? You'd have to make sure that doesn't go bad. She grins, she leans, and grins. Says, "Ice is an excellent preservative." Oh, you need a lot of ice. How big are linorms? Like. He sort of tries to gesture to the size of, like, its head. She gestures to the size of its head. It's big. But she's kind of, <laughs> she is kind of grinning. Like I said, she's normally a very reticent person. So being able to, like, get this out of her is fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you for talking to me. It helped a lot, I think. Anytime. Now go out there, champion, and keep winning. And if you don't win, well, you've won in your own way. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to win the tournament, though. Oh, I believe you. 
you have my attention. And Lady Kumai Shai's attention, I should add. <laughs> she has been asking a lot about you. She has? Yes, you should go talk to her tomorrow. She she would appreciate it very much. She did give you the best Drake as well. <laughs> Sorry about that. Biased from my own captain. Ah, no wonder we lost. She chuckles and flashbacks. Go back to your friends. They worry. Okay. I'll see you soon, okay? Good night, witch prince. Good night. I think he uh, he gets up and he pays for his uh, his drink, and uh, he he goes uh, back to meet up with the with the others. And he looks a little less anxious about that. Shuji <laughs> Masami, thank you, cured apparently. Said a little less anxious. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Yeah, I'm good. I just wanted to talk to Sacred about something. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I was, I was, I was learning how I could kick your butt. Oh yeah, I'm real sure. And she <laughs> uh, like nuggies the top of Senku's head from afar. No. Yeah, you'll beat me up one day, won't you? I'm gonna kick your butt. All right, there's plenty of that later for when after we visit everyone. Okay. 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 You guys want to head back to your homes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you start walking along the streets of Goka. It's quieter. Um, the festival is happening the other way. You guys are making your way through like back alleys and streets towards Ruby Village, and it's kind of nice. The air is warm. There's fireflies on the horizon. The music is distant. But then you stop. You guys definitely heard something. Footsteps nearby, following you. You're certain of it. Hmm. She looks at Masami. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Don't cause attention to it just yet. Mm-hmm. Masami, do you want to make a perception check? Sure. Ooh, 33. As you listen and you hear those footsteps, if these are ninjas, they're the most novice ninjas ever. Because they are not... The fact that they you heard them is a is sign enough that they're pretty bad at sneaking. What do you do? Keep walking. I have an idea. Okay. Okay. Um, they are going to mirror image a, a clone directly in front of them. Mm-hmm. And then arcane cascade, arcane shroud illusion. They're invisible. Okay. So the mirror image continues walking and you vanish from sight? Yes. Masami is going to hop up on the roofs. Ah. Or at least hop up, hop up somewhere quiet, so that way they can eagle-eye the situation. Well, Masami, you scamper up to the roof, and you see them. Two silhouettes darting across the roof line, following you all. You can't make them out in the darkness, but they are following quite carefully. And like I said, not particularly stealthily. Do you hold back and watch what happens? For a moment, yeah. They're going to follow at about the same pace on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Still invisible. Um, but they're still ready to strike whenever they need to. Okay. Chuji and Sanku. Two of you follow Masami's mirror image, who walks in a straight line. And then you come to a stop in the alleyway. 
a dead end. The Masami mirror image led you directly here. Chuji, like, fully in character. <laughs> they, like, they got, like, their hands out there. They're like, <laughs> Masami, wrong way. Masami just stands there. <laughs> I don't think this was the right way home. Definitely not. And, like, Chuji, like, looks behind them towards the opening of the alleyway. Well, you hear the voices now. Because they're coming, not from the opening of the alleyway behind you, but from the roof at the end of this dead end. And it's the weirdest thing. Because they don't just speak to you, the voices. What the voices say is... Everybody! What? Rock your body! What is happening? Everybody, rock your body right. Devil juice back, all right. Oh my fucking god! Fucking oh my god! Standing <laughs> atop the building, you see the silhouettes of two tieflings looking down at you all with balls of magic music blasting their fucking team song. Senku makes the um that one a uh, disgusted face from. Soul Eater? The Excalibur face? The Excalibur yeah. face. <laughs> oh. I thought it'd be a real threat. Uh, the two are still silhouetted by the moonlight and says, Sanku Masami and Chuji uh, and uh, Lady Balam Yi steps to one side. Uh, again, features still shrouded by moonlight. And she says, It seems you've been quite busy with this tournament without us. Ha! And uh, then uh, Lord Garam Ryong kind of walks to the other side and says, Huh. Yes, without us. This whole tournament's a sham and you know it. The Ruby Phoenix thwarted it from the start! Didn't you guys drown? <laughs> they all laugh. Says, no way, Jose! Um... Lady Yi points says, We're actually, we made it to Goka in one piece, and we're back for our comeback album under a new band name. Devil's Juice? That's so last year. And uh, Ryong flexes in the moonlight and says, What you're looking at is Devil's Juice Moonlight Requiem. So, like a sequel? <laughs> uh, Lady Yi uh, po- uh, points you down and says, Not a sequel, young man. Consider this more a reboot. Uh, and Ryong swings his uh, sword kind of in his hand and says, and It's a reboot that's gonna stick its reboot up your rebut. Ha ha ha! And a 5 Boo! That was lame! Get off the fucking stage! Boo! How did you actually. I'm. How did you survive that? <laughs> how did we survive that? He asked. <laughs> oh! Huh. He has no idea, does he? Guess they can't see in the dark that well. Why well, he's asking? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe we should give them a better look at how we survived that. She does in air quotes. Shall we? Oh and God! <laughs> Lord Ryong grins, and the two of them squat, and then they do the last thing any of you would expect. They jump. And it's quite a long fall, but they jump. 
No. You know, it's not so much a jump now that I'm thinking about it. It's more like a hop. Are you fucking serious? Lord Garam Ryong and Lady Balam Yi land in front of you. And now that they're closer, Chuji and Sanku, you can see that the two of them have been drained completely of color. They still got those shit-eating smiles. They've still got those stupid robes. But attached to each of their foreheads are Fulu scrolls. Oh my god. They're Jiangxi vampires. Are they near them? Yeah, they're pretty close. I'd say about 20 feet. I, I like to think there's like a fucking comical silence. They're they're like suddenly like a in a in a more simplified art style and Chuji starts grabbing at their fucking food skulls. <laughs> get off, get off, get back! Don't get those off your fucking foreheads. They they are firmly attached, Chuji. Did you wait? <laughs> you you became Chunkji? Oh yeah, for one reason and one reason alone. We're here to get our revenge by killing you, Tree. They're fans. They're really big fans. If that's the case, then maybe you want to stealth a little better than that. Why did Masami is up on the roof? Oh shit! And they cast Gravity Well on the wall behind them. Uh, well, I think you can try. But the two of them step down, rip out these massive claws. And for a second, you're like, oh, shit, wait, actually. These guys are, like, stupid strong. Oh, no. <laughs> and Sammy, as you prepare that Gravity Well, as Chuji, you, that laugh is slowly wiped off your face as you realize they're not just regular Jiangxi. These are ministers of tumult, the strongest type oh. of Jiangxi, which should be completely impossible for two brand new ones. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, you see the the sharpness of their uh, fangs, their claws, and the smoke kind of wafting from their mouths, and your blood runs cold because you're like, what the fuck? And everyone, we're gonna roll initiative in the next episode. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Sokin Ashram, Erica, Tony Saunders, Dasha Clancy, Ari Graham, Arave, Nex, Minty Belmont, GP Dora, Marshmallowberry, Farrick Falcon, Luis Loza, Aries, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Skyly, Kendra West, Genly Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Potomac, Bob Punyon, Giant the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasnovich, Dylan Shark, Glitch HD, Jay Snoots, Zenith Drums, Torbjorn, 
Sophia Varlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelo, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable McLeodough, Ava, Chris Lutman, Remti Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C., Natasha Lumley, Briancy, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Moderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie Turd. Special thanks to the patrons who had NPCs who cameoed in this episode. Sigrid Beale by Kendra West, Bjorn Ramel by Seth, Kel Pashar by John the Book Hoarder, Garam Ryong by Rem, and Balam Yi by Sarah B. Strange. If you'd like to see what you can get for supporting the show, check out patreon.com slash diceroll today! Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.